Big Dog Broke Talk. Okay. Matt Edgar, Jordan Flegel. Feeling broke. Uh, <laughs> broke mentally, spiritually, and financially. Yes. Uh, you know, these, these parlays are not hitting oh, uh, like man. they used to for me right now, Jordan. I, I need somewhere to get this, this air my grievances out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first segment we're going to talk about, uh, you know, I'm really going to air it out. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to show our hand. But it's Big Dog Bowl Talk, Matt Edgar, and Jordan Flegel. Yep. Uh, recapping the weekend, news, action. And all the the other crazy zany stuff that's been going on in the uh, the around the association and the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jordan, I mean, this is uh, this is big. I'm sure you've already heard the news. We're getting spring early. Wyerton Willie, fuck Puxatani Phil, fuck Puxatani Phil. <laughs> uh, it's Wyerton Willie only. Uh, he said he said that there's going to be an early spring. That's all that matters, really. Uh, and I'm done with this fucking winter weather shit. Uh, no snow where I'm at anyway, so uh, might as well just be uh, spring and summer. Let's, let's just get it going. Fuck it. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I'm I'm as happy as uh, anyone about uh, about those calls uh, for early spring. But I'm like, mm-hmm. here in Toronto, I'm like, has winter even started? Like, all this week, it's been like three degrees. I've been wearing my light jacket out. There's no snow on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been like a couple snowfalls. And I'm like, you know, normally... You know, I go out, you know, the first day, you know, that, that day after the clocks go ahead again, I think in March or whatever, it's been months of snow. And I literally shed a tear when the sun like shines on my face. Uh, but this year, I don't know. I feel like we haven't really deserved like we, we haven't earned it yet. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to maybe there's going to be some 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 big snow, uh, you know, some some big one big last blast of winter here before we get spring. But but yeah, I mean, shout out Wart and Willie. What's the other guy's name? Mm. Puxatani. Puxatani Phil. Puxatani Phil. My my. There's only, like five of them, man. My only issue with Puxatani fucking Phil isn't him. It's all those fucking guys mm. in the top hats and those weird they ass outfits. They do that. Wyerton they too. do. Oh fuck. Okay. Yes, man. They, oh, they're all fucking weird about it. No, okay. I'm not with that. Just just get a normal guy out there. Just say, yeah, mm-hmm. he saw a shadow. Um. One you know. of these days, man, they're going to ask us uh, to come. They're going to get the key to the we're city. And we're going to have to go there. and yes. uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to have to, you know, we're, we're going to pull him out of his fucking little hole. What do you think, buddy? <laughs> what do you fucking think? You, you, you grab by the legs, you grab by the arms, swing around. Yeah, yeah. it'd be nice. Uh, there's also in the, those crazy ass Newfies, Nova Scotians. I don't know uh, which of them actually do this. Maybe it's New Brunswick. They have a fucking lobster or something. Hey, that's I don't cool. know what they do with them, but it's a lobster. Uh Fuck that! Just eat them. <laughs> I I don't I don't get that shit. Uh, if you're a, a Nova Scotia Newfoundlander or just someone who actually knows what I'm talking about, uh, or maybe I was trolled into this. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's. It seems like right though. I, Larry I the lobster. Is he called Larry shit. the lobster? That that would be cool. But uh, yeah, someone let us know what's up with the the the, the Groundhog Day lobster out on the east coast of Canada. Yes. Uh, I hope all you Americans uh, listening, uh, you you enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Uh, hearing about this, you probably never heard of uh, Nova Scotia. So uh, or why so, uh, check it out. There's some. Yeah, or why? I mean, yeah, Wyerton. Wyerton's a beautiful city. If you have a chance to go to Wyerton, get up there. It's a really amazing. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> as far as Gray Bruce goes, it's like it's not the worst. So, <laughs> well, the good close. On him. It's close. Uh, big dog ball talk, though. Let's get it into it, Jordan. Uh, NBA news. No more Puxatani Phil. No. We're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks and how much they fucking suck. Uh-huh. Uh, all I needed was them to pull out the win. They were listed as underdogs, which I was like, you know what? Uh, even without Brooke Lopez, this seems like it should be easy money against the fucking Utah Jazz. Yeah. And it looked like it was going to be. You know, going into that fourth quarter, everything was great. Everything was grand. But uh, Doc Rivers just said, fuck it. The the Bucks don't give a shit at all. A 40-13 to 13 fourth quarter. Uh, the Utah Jazz take the win. It was like a one-point game with six minutes left, and then they just threw in the towel pretty much and just got embarrassed, yeah. beat up on. They just took the dumbest shots possible. Like, 
This is just the epitome of all the things that you thought could go wrong with this coaching change under Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is not Nexus Nose guy anymore. He really is not. Doc Rivers is there as a namesake, and that's pretty much it, just so that way the, the stars can play. And, you know, it's great if you put him with, uh, you know, a team of guys who know how to, like, you know, drop plays, work it on their own. Giannis' only play is driving a, a straight pick and roll to the rim. Uh, that's it. I, I, I was actually kind of embarrassed secondhand watching these last couple games uh, that the Bucks have played. You know, they, they got that win against the Mavericks, which, you know, they, they needed 48 from Giannis to get. Yep. Uh, it really shouldn't have even been that close. You know, you lose that game to the Nuggets, which is fine, but then you're losing to the Trailblazers and the Jazz, and you're supposed to be competing for an NBA championship. Give me a fucking break. Like, I know that there's a lot of, uh, you know, speculation and when new coaches come in, there's always a bit of a growing pain. But Jordan, this one just seems rough. Like, and then he's doing all this awkwardness where he feels weird that he's even in the position. Like, I don't really know what to make of uh, the Bucks' struggles early on. I yeah, I mean, I I, I don't want to say I I could have predicted this. I mean, it's a rough it's rough timing uh, to to be out on a you know a West Coast road trip for Doc to be taking the reins here. Um, and this was second night of a back-to-back after that Mavericks game you you talked about that they had to expend so much energy coming back. Uh, you know, no, no Brooke, also no Chris Middleton uh, in this one. But but like, um, it, yeah, you, you had that game in your hands, uh, and 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 it, it was clear Giannis was kind of frustrated at the end of that one um, to, to to let it slip away, and uh, like they, they 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 there was still no excuse to to lose this one, give up 123. But again, yeah, like. It, yeah, I, I, I thought maybe Doc would, you know, provide a little energy to this team. But like we talked about, he doesn't have the secret to fixing their horrible defensive personnel issues. Like they're, they're still uh, not very deep as a team uh, after a bunch, all, you know, all these trades that they've made to sort of concentrate their talent, uh, you know, to their top four guys. Uh, and they mm-hmm. don't have good defensive personnel outside of Brooke and, uh, and Giannis. Uh, and, and he was really their, their only good defender out there today. I mean, they're like, you, you've got Beasley, you've got, you've got Dame, you've got all washed at this point, Jay Crowder, you've got Bobby Portis trying his best actually had a good game, but you know, he's, he's mm-hmm. no one's stopper. Uh, and so doc can do whatever he wants. Uh, but there's, you, you've just got a personnel problem that, that, uh, isn't going away. Uh, and you don't really have many moves to make, uh, at the trade deadline here, you know, we're, we're getting down to the last minute here and there's not really much chatter uh, i'm sure they'd like to make moves but they, they really can't so i just think they're in kind of yeah. a bind and looking at Giannis's face uh just kind of you know fed up with it down the stretch i'm like this was th- this was the risk in in switching out your coach uh you know that early in the season uh when, when when you guys were still doing relatively well even though things weren't really clicking like all the stuff we talked about now what do you do when things start going sideways with doc like how, how quickly are they going to tune him out if they keep losing at this clip he's one and three yeah. uh and and I agree with you that he's not really that type of X's and O's coach because, it, like, when he was successful, it seems like not that long ago that he was a coach. Like, the league has completely changed since Doc River was, Rivers was kind of at the height of his coaching. And I know he was coaching. Oh, man, we're almost at, we're almost at what, 20 years since he's yeah. won uh, the NBA championship? Yeah, Jesus fuck. That's kind That's of crazy to think about. Um, but, but, like, I know Doc was coaching a couple years ago with, with uh, you know, Philly, but, like, there's a lot of stuff he did through that Philly run though, where it's like, why, why are you doing that? Like what, what what's, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like he, he, the, 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 uh, you know, 
offensively and defensively scheme wise. I think he's, he's been with a lot of sort of talented teams and he's a good like personality manager, but I, I really think, you know, since he was kind of you know, able to put X's and O's in place and sort of think, think schemes up and stuff when he was good at that, it was just too long ago. The game's changed. If you look at the really good head coaches in the league now, like a lot of them like kind of skewing younger. And you look at guys like mm-hmm. who used to be these like geniuses, like even Greg Popovich. I'm like, I like, I, I think these guys, it's a steep learning curve. Like with the way that the, you know, the, the three pointer has changed the game and spacing and, and all these things like these guys who, you know, you, pop still think it's a gimmick. Well, exactly. But like the, these guys who coached back in the heyday, like I think they, they got to be really like, you know, extra smart and willing to try and adopt new things. Um, and if not, I just think it feels like there's a step behind. Like it, it reminds me of, you know, Dwayne Casey in his final years with the Raptors, you know, clinging to his two, two big men front court lineups when really it should have only been mm-hmm. one. Like, I think there's just, and obviously it's too early to see with doc here, what he's going to do exactly with this, this bucks group. But the, the issue with them was that, you know, Adrian Griffin wasn't using them correct, correctly, tried to put in a whole new defense and five games in, they were like, no, we're going to go back to, you know, the Budenholzer, uh, Brooke Lopez drop style. Uh, and he caved to that. Uh, and, and, you know, they got a little bit better, but you know, the, 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 the issue was the, the, the X's and O's. And like, if, if, if doc is here, as we've kind of talked about just to manage these personalities, I don't think they're they have enough underlying good shit going on that that that's all he can focus on. They they do need someone mm-hmm. to sort of help them with the schemes, uh, you know, specifically defensively because uh, they they're playing from behind here. They just don't have uh, you know, the, the 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 horses. They don't have good defensive personnel, especially on the perimeter, which is where they're going to need it going through the through the east. Uh, and so, so yeah, it, it's just it's a god awful start. It's super awkward that he's going to be at the uh, the All Star game. Um, well, yeah, I, I like, mean, it's almost like the reverse, like Dwayne Casey, like getting fired yeah, and then being yeah, named uh, exactly. the coach of the year, yeah. like, like not even doing anything. And you're an all-star coach. Yeah. Me and you were talking about that. Like I get the rule or whatever is that, uh, you know, you're, you're the, the top record and then gets the, gets the nod. And then if they were the coach of the year before they get passed down to the next one, yeah. there's like, come on, just fucking give it to the next guy or just pick somebody who is like Let's in the fan running vote. for coach of the year. Let's do a fan, fan vote. <laughs> Anything. Who cares? Just like, uh, like, I don't know how like Adam Silver sat down and he crumbled his alien limbs together. He pulled up his skims and he, Oh, you know, Doc. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Very cool, uh, Doc Rivers. And that that they just called it a fucking day. Yeah, uh, yeah it's gonna be awkward. Uh, like Doc Rivers, like I'll, I'll say, good on him. You know, he's giving uh, Griffin his uh, the ring that he gets for the All Star game, and as well as the All Star bonus, uh, hits him on the E transfer. I guess. Yeah. I. I it's still just fucking weird to me. Like, I honestly think it would make more sense. Let Adrian Griffin just coach the all-star team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, uh, that would be less awkward, I think, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be weird. I mean, I I, I feel like... It might like... be awkward having to coach Dame and Giannis <laughs> after all that, yes. but... Yes, just... just he, he would just play them, uh, run them into the ground, just, uh, yep. you know, dunk it, you know, try and uh, get a little tic-tac injury maybe, maybe there. Maybe Doc can, uh, can... He can learn some stuff. Maybe he can, like, ask, like, a couple guys. He'd be like, Giannis, you got to draft these guys. Uh, you know, we're going to see how it works. You know, maybe you can use some extra uh, coaching development for Doc with, <laughs> yes. uh, with these guys. Yes, he, he should take advantage of it. And I mean, yeah, I, I, it's... Like you mentioned, you know, Tibbs should be the coach. You know, I think the Knicks were in third place. Or maybe they had even 
been, I think they were in second place. Even I think for they a were couple third. Days. Yeah, but, yeah, um, they were in third when I when I texted you at least. Yeah, and now they're back down to fourth. But yeah, any mm-hmm. of those, you know, Bickerstaff with the Cavs, any anyone would have made more yeah. sense than Doc. There should, I mean, I know the situation is very rare. They, there doesn't really need to be a rule, but like there should be like a minimum uh, games coached uh, thing to to be able to to coach. You know, at the All Star game, I feel like that would make sense, but. You yeah, know, well, just some common sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it'll be weird, and and yeah, we'll we'll see what what they do. I just I, like I'm. It's not that I think Doc is a bad coach per se. Like I don't like, and I know a lot of people think he's terrible. And there's, and I I I also don't believe in like the you know losing however many game sevens he's lost in his career like that you know voodoo or the three one blown leads like. I'm, that, that's not what bothers me. I just, I just don't think he's that exceptional of a coach. Like I, I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of like, okay, doc. And, and yeah, he has his strengths, uh, you know, where they are. And I, and he's, he's respected. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't think he's the guy to solve the, the, the issues of this team. I, I think he's a, uh, you know, like Brock Purdy, he's a game manager. Uh, you yes, know, he exactly. can only do so much. So, so yeah, we'll see. But yeah, the, the Bucks, uh, can't get much worse. The sneak, like like you said, they were they were cl- they're very close to being zero and four. They snuck out that win against the Mavericks when they were down big. Uh, if the Mavericks had been fully healthy, uh, probably would have wrapped that one up. But but yeah, it's not looking good for Doc uh, up in Milwaukee. Well, uh, maybe they'll fire him and replace him with somebody else uh, right before yeah, the playoffs. Why not? I don't know. Let's see. Let's keep it going. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's keep a close eye on the Bucks here as that you know they try and hold on to that uh, number two spot in the Eastern Conference because, uh, like you said, the Knicks and the Cavs are hot. They're hungry and they they're they're looking to get in there. Uh, so I, I think yeah. they could be losing it. But you know, we're talking about choking. We're we're shitting on the Bucks. We need to kind of take a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of a bump ourselves here. Our Toronto Raptors. Just what the hell, man. Uh, I mean, uh, there's mixed emotions from this one. Uh, obviously, they, they lose the double OT thriller against the Thunder. A great game, back and forth. Uh, but they were up big. Uh, up big in the in the second half. And uh, SGA eventually just said, all right, I'm done toying around and decided to come back. And, you know, the Raptors, this this Raptors squad, I'll say, I'll give them this. This is my biggest positive I can give them. They are very good at staying competitive. And that's about it. Like they, they, they really are good at playing kind of like tic tac, even basketball. You know, RJ will take it to the rim a couple times quickly. Uh, but this team is show is is really bad. Like it, like it doesn't help. Like they, they got Hurdle back, and he's their only true center still. Yeah. Uh, like I know they want to be bad, so maybe they just leave it and just keep running John Tab uh, Porter as like their you know, the, the 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 next big man and just yeah. hoping for the best. But like. When I'm watching this, it's almost hard to like even want to look at the screen anymore because their pick and roll defense is so fucking horrible. <laughs> yes. when, even when even when Jakob is on the court, yeah. they just can't figure out how to switch. They switch at the wrong times. They don't move down. Nobody shades. Nobody does anything. Uh, and, and teams just beat the shit out of them in the paint. And the Thunder love and love love to just go kill you in the paint or pass it out to the three. No. And uh, that's all you really have to do to beat the Raptors. And that's why this lead didn't stick even when it was late. Uh, and, and they were able to just get right back in there. And again, like I said, they were competitive. They fought. They tried. They they hustled to keep it to go into double overtime. But I mean, I I, I can respect the the effort. But I mean, the this team is bad. But the silver lining of them being bad is the fact that we want them to be bad, or at least I want them to be bad. I don't give a shit about the plan at this point. No. Uh, they have the sixth worst record right now, as as we're speaking about it. Yeah. The Timber or the Timberwolves, pardon me. The uh, the Grizzlies 
they've rattled off a couple wins in the last uh, week or so. So they've moved up a, a past the uh, the Raptors. We still need to get through the draft lottery. You know, we still be unlucky here. But right now, it looks like we might be able to get that first round pick, that, that top six protected pick from the Spurs. And my God, that would be huge if the, if the Raptors can hold on to that one. But overall, Jordan, yes. I mean, uh, before we really get into it, like, what were you thinking when you were watching kind of the, the Raptors implode a little bit here against the Thunder? Yeah, I, I I had a feeling the Thunder would be able to get back into this one when they turned it up. Yeah. Like they, I have that sort of respect for them at this point. They're obviously one of the best teams in the league, and and like, yeah, I, I agree that the Raptors that you know they they can hang with people, uh, you know, when 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 they get in those sort of close game situations. But yeah, it's it's really it really is the defense that I, I think you're seeing how young and inexperienced they are, and a team used to having mm-hmm. guys like. OG and even Pascal, like those are two awesome long defenders with a lot of experience. Now everyone on this team, other than Jakob, you can tell they kind of they they float in and out of what they take seriously on the defensive end, uh, oh, yeah. and they're not oh, yeah. always uh, you know f- fully there. They're, they're they're not they're not aggressive in the ways that they need to, and they're they're not always completely locked in. So it's it's easy to come back against a team like that, such a young team, um, and. And, and that's where it's kind of like you, you just kind of have to take these 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 games, these losses. Like, you know, they've been losing pretty much every night. They got a sneak win against the Bulls, uh, you know, in that game when uh, uh, Jordan Nuora went off. Uh, also, uh, not sure why he's not uh, – he's suddenly not being played more. Uh, you, you know, there was yeah, just don't really a, get that a DMP, uh, which didn't really make sense to me because he was – playing super well i know rj is back now um but you know you you, you want to kind of see what you have here you really got nothing to lose you might as well just you know throw mm-hmm. guys out there i mean that's that's another kind of silver lining through this stretch you're, you're actually playing grady dick a little bit <laughs> he's he's doing yep. a little bit better um but but i mean you know, i said it, i said it was, it was overrated pick you're just taking a shooter yeah yeah well and he's not even been that at times uh nope. this year but but like we'll give him time yeah yes um but you know i i it was it was good to see you know it, it it's a loss, but you know, it's, it, it's a two OT loss. You know, you can, you can sort of hang your head high, even though you blew the massive lead there towards the end, you can, you can talk yourself into being happy that you hung with, with the thunder, uh, you know, for a full game here. And, and like c- quickly, I, I think he, his, his shot selection and his sort of, um, you know, overall efficiency obviously needs to get better, but I like it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to actually have a guy who can go and do that and, and hit three, pull up threes, uh, you know, hit Hand from the, the mid range um, and, and, you know, get to the rim a little bit. He had 11 assists as well. So like that, that, that nucleus of quickly Barrett and Barnes, like I like it and, and it's going to be nice to see them, uh, you know, continue to grow chemistry with each other. Uh, but uh, my issue with the Raptors and, and, this is going back even, you know, we talked about it early in the season when Siakam, uh, you know, was was still on the team. It's like, I think Scotty Barnes needs to have the ball more, uh, you know, in terms of running the offense. And and for whatever reason, it's either not going to him or he's getting it and then just giving it up immediately to other guys. Like last night, he just gave it up to Gary Trent yeah. alone on an island on the left wing to, uh, I, think it was, I think it was the re- end of regulation. Um, it just, with no nowhere to go, basically got a shot blocked. Um, uh, you know, there was no sort of structure to the offense. Uh, and then sort of because Scotty's not sort of demanding that, even though he should really take the reins of, of running the offense for this team, then you have Dennis Schroeder stepping in and always kind of, you know, whenever he's on the court, just making every decision, like running it like it's the German national team. And that's my yeah. last sort of issue with this team now. 
they need to get rid of the guys who made sense for them when they signed them in the off season, when they were cho- mm-hmm. you know, still trying to do this. I'm Masai, So I'm going to see if they sink or swim thing. I'm going to see if this team can magically be really good. Uh, we were, we were yeah. de- we replaced Fred Van Vliet with Dennis Schroeder. Um, and, and we try and be competitive again with Pascal and with OG. I genuinely think that's what he was thinking. Um, yep. but Dennis Schroeder no longer makes sense for this team. And, and I, I just, I, I didn't hate Dennis Schroeder as a signing. I don't really hate him as a player. I don't hate him as a bench point guard, but not for a rebuilding team. He's just, there yeah. is nothing. He's not the type of guy who's going to like help any of these, 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 these young guards along. Uh, you know, I, I think he, he can never help. been known as this great locker room presence. No, either. no. And he's already made some, you know, questionable comments this year. Wasn't super yeah. happy going to the bench. Uh, you know, when, when quickly was brought over, I think that was pretty obvious. So, I, I really hope, and, and he would draw interest from, you know, tons of teams. The Lakers want him back. Like the, I, I, there's, there's tons of places you could send him. So, and, and, you know, similarly with Bruce Brown, it's like, you know, the Raptors don't need uh, him, uh, you know, at, at, the, at this point. Um, you can have a conversation about Pirtle because he's a little bit older than sort of the timeline you want. But, you know, I, I think people have pointed out the Raptors don't really have like a, a center in the background other than Jonte Porter that you're really sort of, you know, with, with since Coloco was, was, you know, unfortunately let go earlier or earlier in the season, you don't have someone, uh, kind of coming, uh, coming up and it, it, it Pirtle has helped them so much and he's shown how valuable he is. I think it's okay to hold on to him, even though he's a little bit older. Um, you know, yeah. you, you recently signed him and, and I think he, he fits with this group, but, um, yeah, it, it, it's mostly, uh, you know, Schroeder and Bruce Brown, you know, Thad Young, he's always kind of just been a, uh, you know, uh, veteran presence for this team anyway only plays when you know he's kind of a break glass in case of emergency type guy if he wants to stick around that's fine um but but yeah i just think this version of the raptors you know in a a game like this it's like you you get some development it's kind of frustrating to blow a lead like that but you know you you get a loss which is ultimately i think we both agree kind of what you want just don't mm-hmm. don't win yep. any games here, but keep them close so you can keep spirits high. That's kind of the ideal situation. But I, I I'm I'm way more interested in watching this team kind of intently after the trade deadline, and hopefully those those two guys, veteran guys I mentioned, get moved so you can have just more clarity. And there's not like I I think on a rebuilding team when you have guys like that who are kind of unhappy, don't really fit the timeline, they just kind of throw a wrench into your whole vibe, your whole system. Um, and mm-hmm. so I I'd, I'd like to see that get addressed. And then, and then you really freed up things for Scotty Barnes. And I know you're a Scotty Barnes hater and I get it. And, and there's, it's getting even, it's growing every day. Well, there's, and and there is deserved criticism, especially after the, that game last night, the way he ended it, he needed to be way more aggressive uh, and sort of be the well, guy I, that he's I, pegged to be. But yeah, but like, that's, that's my problem. Yeah. I don't think that he cares sometimes. I think I that know, like, they, like you see him, like he's the first guy to start bitching and complaining to, to his teammates, not in like a, Come on, I'm gonna pick the team up, lead you guys, whatever. Yep. This fucking guy complains and acts like he's never done anything wrong. He's been doing it since his rookie year, man. Yep. Uh, and, and that's like that's one thing he needs to work on a little bit. Yeah, I get that. You know, you have that big dog mentality. Sometimes you're gonna you're gonna bark a little bit at the the, the pups, but it's it's not at all needed on a team like that. Uh, and then again, like you were saying. Gets into the nitty gritty of the game, and he doesn't want to take the shot. He doesn't yeah. want to handle the rock. He doesn't feel comfortable commanding the offense, and he sometimes wants to when the game's you know a twenty point difference or whatever, and he's doing these little no look passes and shit. And then it's like when you boil it down, J- 
Jump shot development, awesome. Love it. Really happy for him that he's got it. But dude needs a fucking bag because he cannot do anything off the dribble. Nobody is concerned about him driving it to the rim because he still doesn't really know how to get that quick first step off sometimes. Like, like he's got a nice little hook shot. But at the end of the day, man, how many NBA superstars now that you see throwing hook shots up that are under seven feet? Like, it's not going to be something he's going to be able to use for his entire career. Like, Thad Young might, you know, Teach, tell him, oh, you know, yeah, the, the baby hook's good. You can be yeah. the next dad, young, you can average 13, 4, and 3 or whatever that crazy stat line yes. was. They had that graphic yes. up all those years ago. But yeah. uh, like, I, I I still think Scotty has all the tools that and like the belief and the system behind him that he should succeed. But the problem is I just don't see him succeeding the way that he should. Like, yeah. Yeah. score 20 points a game. Score. That's all I'm asking. Score 20 points a game. He's barely cracking 19, 18. Like, it's a couple nights he'll have 20, but like, I, I just need to see a little bit more out of him because it kind of just right now looks like we need to play a little game of who's the big dog between uh, quickly Barrett and uh, Barnes. And I really don't think it's Barnes. Yeah. I mean, last night, and it's, it's kind of like you're saying some of the games, it seems some parts of the game, it does seem like it's him and, you know, mm. it can sort of look like he's, he's doing all the right things, but like, it's, it's, I think it's just crucial for a team that I've seen be so bad in the clutch that he's the one doing things because that, and, and that's a weird criticism to have because it's like you're not saying I'd rather I'd rather have a guy who I want to be more aggressive uh, than a guy who I just think is out of control and is always going to take bad shots. And I was like, yeah, Scotty, for, for all the issues like, yeah, he only scores 19, but he has seven boards, nine assists on eight for 15. If mm-hmm. he, he's eight for 15, keep, keep shooting it like uh, yeah, R.J. Yeah. Barrett took more shots than you. So did quickly. You took as many as Gary Trent and Dennis Schroeder off the bench took more shots than you. You should be. Most nights up there at one or two, I get that you're not just a yep. scorer and there's other things that you do. You don't need to be taking, uh, you know, 25 shots every game, but he, he, he needs to be more, more aggressive, even just to develop those skills, to know what he can and yep. can't do. Um, and, and yeah, so I, 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 I'm hoping after the, the trade deadline, they can sort of reevaluate. They're going to know exactly what team they're going to have through the, you know, the, the, the back half of this season. And again, it's not going to be about wins. It's just going to be about little, little yeah, glimpses yeah. of oh that's that's a nice two-man game oh he's he's developing yeah. that that little thing the, um, the moral victory yeah exactly and 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 yeah i would like to th- i would like to say that a double ot loss to the thunder is a moral victory the the way it happened and the the blown lead at the end there makes it not so much and you know with scotty barnes kind of storming off the court after clearly frustrated i'm like dude you th- this is part of your development too you've got to take mm-hmm. control of these situations and sort of then be accountable for what happens because uh, you know, to, to, to give him props where it's due, he spent a lot of uh, that game guarding SGA and sort of yep, keeping yep. his shot attempts down, keeping him out of the paint, like, like doing really great stuff. And if he's, you know, willing to take on those type of responsibilities, that's great for his development too. But you know, we, we, there's, there's, there's just whether he likes it or not, whether, you know, it's fair, like we've talked about before, the entire franchise is just, just this guy now it's it's all about him mm-hmm. the moves that we have made like you know the 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 whole reason you go and get emmanuel quickly is because he's a great young player but more so because he hypothetically and theoretically fits perfectly next to scotty as like a shooting uh you know quick t- quick twitch point guard who can play off the ball a little bit so it you know it, it's it's going to be all about him and yeah i think i think he still shows his age a little bit uh, in those moments you're talking about where he kind of yaps mm-hmm. at guys and, 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 and he needs to, uh, you know, uh, well, it's up to him whether he needs to, but you know, if the Raptors are going to be good again soon, 
he needs to mature uh, very quickly. So we'll, we'll see if he could do yeah. it. Well, uh, we'll keep a close eye on Scotty and the Raptors as uh, we hope that they continue to lose. But uh, again, get those moral victories. Uh, find, yeah. find something. Find those glimpses. Find those little little slivers of happiness in the Raptors <laughs> yes. season because uh, there hasn't been much. Uh, but to move on, Jordan, uh, we talked about it a little bit uh, last week, but uh, we're going to dive into it a little bit more, a little bit more uh, of a, of a, under a microscope with this one because uh, the King, he wanted to be under a microscope. He's doing it again. He wants everybody to be talking about him. He wants everyone to want him to not be in L.A. Uh, yes. Even though he says, oh, they don't want to be traded. He doesn't want to be traded. But then he just happens to tweet. The crown emoji with yeah. the Statue of Liberty. Oh, I was just just getting into just in New York. Just that's, New York. that's just my way of saying the Kings arrived. Yeah. Oh, okay, LeBron, we got you, got you. Gets the post game interview. Now ah, let me throw in a Knicks towel. Let me get the <laughs> Knicks logo right here, right in front of the camera. Let me show it off. Uh, and, and then it comes out that uh, LeBron had said he had it had some interest in playing for the Knicks in the past. I don't know, Jordan. Uh, I mean, I don't think that this trade would ever happen. I mean, of any of the other, the only other place that LeBron could go that it would make sense is the Knicks because the biggest markets in the NBA are the Knicks and the Lakers, and then everybody else is just a kind of a just just a speck on the the yep. radar. These two are the the giant juggernaut markets, and uh, yeah, that's the only place that he would go for the money for the fame, the publicity, and uh, they're a good team. They're a hell of a lot better than the Lakers, but yeah. I uh, I think that the hypothetical LeBron to New York trade ideas are kind of tough because I feel like if you're going to get them, you got to give up Jalen, uh, or uh, you got to give up Julius uh, Randall rather uh, yep. to pair him with the uh, Julius Rand or Julius Randall with Jalen Brunson. Yep. Uh, I think that's really the only way you could do it. I uh, make the salaries work and everything else. Uh, I, I just, I think it's a little bit far fetched, Jordan. I'm interested to see what you have to say, but uh, LeBron definitely was trying to, 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 to stir some, uh, stir the pot a little bit here in the, the NBA landscape. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's crazy. When I think about how many times he's done shit like this, I'm like, how do you ha even have the energy? Like, not only are you 39 <laughs> playing longer than anyone has ever played at the level that you're playing at mm -hmm. barely missing any games this year. You're, you're always playing. You have, uh, he's got three kids, right? I'm not, I'm not forgetting one. He's got, uh, uh yeah, Ronnie Bryce three. and whatever yeah. the little girl's Z name. Zuri. Is that Zuri. the other one? <laughs> whatever it is. I think it's the girl. Shout out Zuri. It's a girl. Um, um, you know, you got three kids, you got, uh, you know, all this stuff going on outside of basketball endorsements, you know, commercial and you have time to do the most cryptic, passive, aggressive mind yes, game yes. shit I've ever seen. Like he really like, you know, he should be studied, uh, you know, he, not, not, not just his body, but his brain. Uh, the, the, the man is just, you know, incredible. Um, it's also another, I, I think that's total, uh, you know, a classic example of Le Cap. I don't think he ever... Mm -hmm really cool. considered playing for new, the, the Knicks. I mean, is he talking about during the decision when it was kind of maybe a possibility, but no one really thought he was going to go to the Knicks. Like that was pretty much off the yeah. table early on, as a lot of people have sort of pointed out, like and when, when uh, during his other free agency periods, I've never, I've never heard LeBron really talk about the Knicks in that way. Like everyone always talks about Madison square garden and the Mecca, you know, blah, 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 how great it is to play there. But um, I, I, don't really think that's true, LeBron. Um, and LeBron and Dolan, that'd be a great pair. Yeah, just they would just get along swimmingly. Um, uh, and but my yeah, my biggest thing, I agree with you. Not only is it hard to make a trade work, but I just think it would be an incredibly awkward fit. Like LeBron, ideally, when it gets down to it in the playoffs, you're going to want the ball in his hands. 
the one way to minimize what Jalen Brunson can do is to take the ball out of his hands. Like Jalen Brunson's a yeah, good shooter, yeah. but as an off ball shooter, he's just, he's a little short. You That means you can, you know, even if you do everything right, you kick it out to him. If you've got a long defense, like it's, it's easy to kind of close out and, you know, shut down his, his, you know, shooting opportunities uh, a lot quicker when, when he's kind of a shorter guy, it's easier when he's got the yeah. ball, he can make the decisions. You've got LeBron there and then what you're going to play him next to OG. Like that's, that's an okay. Uh, th- that's an okay forward pairing. Like, don't get me wrong, but uh, you probably want one of them, you know, with, with a bit more size. If, if you're going to, then you're playing Mitchell Robinson and it's kind of like, then that, that spacing is going to be a little bit weird um, because yeah, you, you would have to give up Julius Randall. Um, and, and so, yeah, I just don't, I just don't like the fit. Uh, and, and I don't yeah. see why the Lakers would ever do it. I mean, w- w- you're going to bring Julius back to LA. Like who else are you getting? Evan Fournier. That's what you're going to get for, yeah. for, for LeBron. I mean, they, they, they could get a decent amount of picks from New York, but um, it, yeah, just doesn't make sense to me on, on almost every level. And I think LeBron knows that. And I think he's just doing this to play with uh, you know, the heads of Rob Palinka and Jeannie Buss, as he always does at every trade deadline now. Uh, to make any sort of moves. And I, I just don't get how it's not at the point yet where like, we all know what that LeBron sort of controls everything either directly or indirectly. Mm-hmm. Can he not just go and just tell Rob Palinka the exact trade he wants to make and then say, do this or I, sure I, I won't. <laughs> well, then what's the holdup here? Because I mean, like LeBron, I, I, honestly, I want LeBron to take it a step further, put put it on Twitter, put it out there and be like, today mm-hmm. I talked with, uh, you know, Rob Palinka. Yeah, I demanded yeah. this very specific Johnson trade. Style. Yeah. Very laid <laughs> yes. out so everyone understands that there's no hidden just meaning. Put it's it, just a straight up fact. Put it through chat GPT uh, and just yeah. let us know. Uh, because like, you know, look, okay, LeBron, you want it, you want clear. It's clear. We hear you, man. You want moves made. You want to improve how, because you know, and I think it might be too, that he wants, he, he wants to put the pressure, but he doesn't fully want to get the blame for when it goes wrong because the whole Russell Westbrook thing, which clearly he pushed mm-hmm. for blew up in their face. And they're still trying to like dig themselves out of the hole. That was that trade that never made any sense yep. from the very beginning. Um, and so, and, and then you look around, like we've been talking about the last few weeks, it's like, who, who are you going to get? That's really going to change your life. I mean, Zach Levine's now out of the picture, um, which we're going to talk about here. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. DeJounte Murray, uh, is he really going to make the, the Lakers a championship team? Like yeah. they're, they're, you're running out of options. I don't here, think so. Trey Young is uh, going to be in the, the realm of possibility. No, I mean, it, he could be maybe potentially, but I just don't, I, I, I don't the see Hawks the Hawks doing just- it. Well, they just have to be happy getting robbed. Yeah, I just feel yeah. like there's no assets that the Lakers could give them that would make up for what that what they would get with Trey Young. No, no, and 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 the new news today, I, I we just got the notification here. Jared Vanderbilt's out an extended period of yep, time. Yep. I don't know. I think he might be out there the whole season now. Well, was it months? I was trying to remember if it three to oh three to four weeks. So maybe maybe he can come back and. No, interesting. Okay, guys. I, I, would, I think when I last saw the report, they said that he, he was going to be up for, you know, potentially the end of the regular season. But yeah, I'll, I'll take, they, they need any, any break they can get. Yes, yes. And may, but that might be, you know, that might be reevaluated in three to four weeks and then it takes longer. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And, you know, and even then, Jared Vanderbilt's kind of sucked this year. So, I mean, yes, is it really but, big of a deal? But, like, <laughs> but no, but that's, that's, I think that shows how, like, in shit the Lakers are that this actually okay. is a big oh, yeah. deal for them because he, he, like, yeah. they, they're just trying to get, production from whoever even though if it's a bunch of very incomplete players who only play one side uh which has you know been the lakers problem for the last couple of years but yeah it's it's just it, like yeah the 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 lebron new york thing i i really don't think that would actually happen uh in in that way 
I, I do think it's kind of a pressure tactic, but like if LeBron is more serious about winning a title than anything else this year, if, if we're going to believe that, I think it like the legitimately the only way is if he were to get traded somewhere else, I cannot like sitting here right now on February 5th, if the Lakers mm-hmm. somehow, and they can make any move, any move you want, any move I can sort of conceive in my brain as crazy as it, you know, can be as long as it's all, you know, within the cap cap rules and mechanics, I would be so fucking shocked if the Lakers won the championship and maybe I'm being stupid oh, to, yeah. to rule yeah. LeBron out once again, but I just really don't, I'm not fathoming a single way uh, that, that they could do it no matter what move they make. So they're just kind of mm-hmm. in a bind at this point. Well, uh, we're, we're going to keep a close eye on the Lakers. Uh, like you said, the trade deadline is on Thursday. Uh, we might be having a special episode out there for you guys on Wednesday or maybe even on Thursday, uh, depending yep. on the kind of moves and rumors that uh, we start to hear. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, keep uh, your ears out for that one. Yep. But one guy you won't be hearing us talk about is Zach Levine. Uh, they heard the rumblings, him and his agency, that uh, the Detroit Pistons were calling. <laughs> And uh, he said, you know what? Slice my fucking foot open. I'm not going. I'm not taking a step inside of Detroit City. Uh, Getting a a surgery on his right foot after he uh, injured it uh, against the Raptors uh, early in January. Uh, Out four to six months. Officially announced. Done for the season. I mean, the Bulls aren't going to miss him. They've been fine without him. Uh, Everyone knew that he wasn't really going to be playing for them. Kind of sucks that, you know, this is kind of a season where it's wasted because he is a a very exciting talent uh, when he is actually able to be on the court, healthy, playing, doing what he does. But this uh, this one is is tough because he was kind of the, the, as I've said, the bell of the ball uh, when it came to the the NBA trade deadline this year. Uh, And now I think that that really, like you said, falls on kind of DeJounte Murray's shoulders because – there's a lot of teams that kind of need one more all-star-esque player to push them over the edge, and there's just they're all at a premium. Nobody wants to give up their chips right now because everybody's kind of invested in thinking that maybe they've got a chance to go on a, a run to the finals. Yeah. And you know the Bulls are one of those only teams that they're in the like no man's land. They could sell, they they could buy, they could kind of go either way direction, but it's pretty clear that they want to kind of just break it down and move on here. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't think that DeRozan or Vucevic are going to be on the move. You know, Caruso is another guy on the Bulls that people have been wanting, but it seems like uh, the, the asking price is a little steep for him. So I think that at this point, the Bulls are just going to kind of try and sell him in the off season. Maybe, I don't know how this is all going to go down, but uh, really kind of puts a damper on uh, the people that matter most us NBA podcasters where, yeah. uh, you know, we, we have less to talk about now because uh, Levine decided to, you know, repair his foot. Yeah, yeah, it sucks because I, I really did. It, it did feel to me like he was going to be moved somewhere uh, before this news broke. Finally, finally returned to L.A. in some regard. Uh, I, yeah. I thought that was for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so and, and yeah, I think he was kind of, yeah, the number one chip here, the 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 the, the prize uh, that that people were like. I think he was more so the prize for us than than the actual NBA teams who would have been trading for him. Apparently, yeah. the market was not not very hot. I think that was very clear, and I think everyone knows why. Zach Levine, great shooter, great scorer. Uh, why did the Bulls uh, play exceedingly better as soon as he went down earlier yes. in the season? Why has he never been able to put together you know a season where his good stats translate to uh, you know team you know winning? And I, I know that's not his mm-hmm. fault, but you know I, I think they're very much even though I, I, I do think he would have been moved because the, the, the Bulls were seemed um, sort of motivated to do that. Uh, I, I think there's yep, a world yep. where it just wouldn't have happened because there was, there was, there's talk now that it was close to being like, 
you're going to have to give us something to incentivize taking on his massive fucking contract, which I think still has four years or something left on it. So, um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a weird sort of trade deadline period where it, it, you know, we talked about this a little bit before, even off camera, like uh, it's, it seems like all the big moves have kind of been made. All the big fish have been uh, fried here with, uh, you know, OG After and last Pascal. year. We, we, we got spoiled, man. Oh, Fucking Kevin Durant, Kyrie <laughs> Irving. Know. Like last year's was nuts. Uh, I mean, now we're we kind of uh, hitting a little bit of a low point. Yes. Yeah. And, and the fact that even you're talking about Zach Levine being kind of the main guy and DeJounte Murray, like in a normal, you know, year, you'd, you'd think that there'd be sort of bigger, bigger uh you know ones out there to go and get but uh you know it, mm-hmm. it, it 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 is what it is and i think it will be kind of subdued uh you know uh, up in the trade deadline uh, up until the trade deadline other than a bunch of sort of smaller marginal moves but we will see we'll see Dejounte murray hey, could who's be... going after my boy wiggins yeah someone, free, free someone wiggins. take him it's the warriors fault um, but but you know when when you're looking at the bulls like their situation now it's like okay so now you know the the zach levine any sort of trade is now just on the shelf Lonzo Ball is still literally on the shelf. You don't know what's going to ultimately happen with him. And now it's me- maybe he can walk, maybe he can. Yeah, yeah. And now it's even more complicated because you got Kobe White playing well. It's like what combination of those three guards even works or is good? Like uh like Lonzo's a good defender and he's a you know, he can shoot it now, you know, he kind of learned to do that and he was, you know, clearly probably their most important player. They, 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 as soon as he went down is when this Bulls uh, whole thing, uh, you know, kind of came crashing down and, and he's great, yeah. but just, can you pair him with Kobe white? Like, I, I don't know if I really like that him and Zach Levine, that's a little bit better, but you know, uh, uh, again, uh, are the bulls committed to Zach Levine long term term? Who knows? Um, so you've got all those questions with your kind of young and up and coming portion of your team. That's kind of played, a, you know, a little better than you expected this year. They're in position to make the play in, but like, what do you do now with uh, DeMar DeRozan? Like, that's my biggest question now. And I'm almost mm-hmm. like, is he is he now sort of taking that top spot of, uh, you know, guy who can kind of swing a championship race here? Because he's going to be an un- unrestricted free agent. Are the Bulls really yeah. going to re-sign DeMar DeRozan next year? Like, what? that would be just I don't know. unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I feel like we've talked about this too on here. Like, he's never coming up in trade talks. And I feel like a lot of teams would benefit from adding a guy like that. Who's got a lot of playoff experience, you know, could play off ball. He can play as a ball handler, like upgraded as a playmaker. I, I, I don't know why some of these contending teams wouldn't go after him. And again, I don't think the asking price would be egregious. No, no, uh, no. you know, for a guy well over 30, uh, again, uh, yeah, like on an expiring deal. Yeah. I, I think that they would do it. And, I don't know. It just doesn't say the people are interested, but I also kind of feel like what I, the vibe I'm getting from the bulls is they do want to keep them and see what they can do with them. It's the same thing with Vucevic. Like it doesn't seem like they, there's a market for them and it doesn't seem like they really want to part with them. Like if they just let them go for nothing, then that's like as Raptors fans, we know that the house stupid and how much that can burn your ass in the end. So yes. I, I hope that again, Vucevic and DeRozan both get traded. Like the bulls really should this fire sale, that whole team, Absolutely. but they kind of, there, I, I kind of think that they think that they could make the playoffs. So they're just yes. like, fuck it, let's see what we can do. And yes. I think that's the worst possible thing you could do. But, I mean, it's the Bulls. Uh, it wouldn't be the worst decision they've ever made. Well, yeah, but, like, I, I can maybe – it, like, it was already a fucking stretch having that thinking when you had Zach Levine in the lineup. Like, I don't get yeah. how you can stretch your imagination that much further losing what is – who is probably your best player, uh, you know, for the rest mm-hmm. of the year and still thinking that you can make any sort of noise. It's just so stupid. Um, and – I just, I would be shocked if, uh, like, I, maybe DeMar won't have that many options in free agency, but I don't, I, I don't see why he, who 
yeah, they're doing better. But early in the season, he expressed how clearly frustrated he with he was, you know, it, it, with the whole situation. Why would he resign in Chicago? Like that that makes, makes no sense yeah, to me. Yeah. Uh, and so you you are just going to be losing him for nothing. When I I do think you could get something from someone. Like I've heard Philly maybe considering it. Um, you know, it, again, it wouldn't be a, a seamless fit. But like I think you could maybe make something work with him in New York. Um, you know, there's there's uh, you know Miami. We've talked about that in the past. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe down there to help them out. Like there's places that that he could go. And I really hope that he is freed by the deadline. I would yeah, love to yeah. see that. And if you are going to make that move, then yes, you should take calls on Vucevic, try and move him too. Like he's got, he's making 18 and a half this year, then 20 next year and 21 and a half next year or the year after that. Not, that's He's not good anymore. Well, like no. He'll put up decent stats, but I mean, fuck, you don't want to rely on this guy. No, but in the grand scheme of like contracts these days, that's not too bad. Like that's not crazy. Worse, yeah. Like you can... You can maybe talk yourself into that. Like, I know you brought up the Warriors before. That would be interesting. You know, him and Draymond mm-hmm. in the front court. Um, you know, that that sounds good to me. Like, you kind of need someone just a, a killer defensively at the four uh, to, to justify having Vucevic there. But, you know, there's 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 teams that could do it. But, like, yeah, I just this if if, if ever they needed a sign on what to do, like whether what, what direction to take, it was already we were everyone was already screaming. Uh, you know, like the, the very obvious thing that the Bulls should have done last year. Um, it, it's it's this, uh, you know, Levine injury. It, it, it makes your decision for you. Just tear it down, get mm-hmm. some stuff. And you still have a bright future. I mean, like you all the all the good stuff that's been happening this, this year are, you know, the Kobe Whites, the Io Dusumnus and the, the other young guys that you have. And we haven't even brought up Caruso. He'd get more mm-hmm. more, uh, you know, uh draft capital picks, whatever you want, then, then either, uh, Damar or Vucevic, like teams would be lining up. He's kind of this year's OG Ananobi from last year, just yep, fit yep. on any team. So they, they could like, if, if they dealt all three of those guys, they could have a really nice haul going into next year. And I think it would just be yep. absolutely dumb as fuck, uh, to not do it. But uh, like you say, it's the bulls. They're probably not going to do a yep. single thing. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to keep our eyes, uh, firmly glancing at the, uh, the, the, the DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Alex Caruso my sweepstakes Free in the Bulls. Uh, I don't actually know if the uh, they might still be able to trade Zach Levine. I'm not sure how that works. Uh, I, I know that you're not really supposed to be able to trade injured players, but I think if they sign off on it, you might be able to do it because they have. We've, we've seen guys get moved when they're injured, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. If there are any big moves, though, please you know be on the lookout. Big Dog Ball Talk, we're going to even get you guys a podcast on Wednesday or Thursday. But if nothing really is happening, there's not really any motion, then uh, we'll be back for our normal scheduled programming on Friday. Yep. But between that time, be sure to follow us on X, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook for the old heads. That's right. Get the latest updates. Hear from us. Let We want to hear from you guys. Chat with us. Talk some shit. Love us. Yeah. Give, give us a chat. Shoot us a DM. Yep. Do whatever you can. <laughs> uh, but we will be back. Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Well, or maybe some, uh, some kind of combination time. of it. We'll see, yeah. Let's do all we'll three. be back. Yeah, fuck it, yeah. Marathon. Yeah. Marathon. One week, of every episode. Uh, every every day, an episode. Be ready for it. Big up, we'll talk. My name Jordan Flegel. And as my good friend Jordan always says. Uh, beware the occupational hazards playing basketball. Uh, just, just, oh, yeah, again. I don't have to tell you, Matt. Yes, yes, again. I'm, I'm, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Pop my rib out, uh, sprained my fucking finger, and now last night mm. I'm trying to let a ball go out, going off the other team. Guy comes in, scoops it, 
the ball at a very high rate of speed right to the fucking gonads. I'm like, oh, everyone's like, oh, the entire, even we the other, other side of the gym looks over at me. I'm, but you know what? I composed it's myself. Embarrassing, man. No, I composed, I composed myself. I was like, I'm good. You probably, probably, no, no, you've done it. Like, ah. Um, so yeah, a little tender today, a little tender. Uh, but you know, oh, it happens, shit, it happens to the best of us, I guess. Uh, hey, yeah. It's not your worst uh, groin injury in your lifetime. No. Uh, it's not maybe top no, five. But, I don't know. No, but these things, <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know what is going on in there. But you know, you're cursed. I need. I I, I, I do want kids at some point. We'll see if I can I can mm. have them. But uh, yeah, it's 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 rough. But you know what, Matt? I came back. I hit the game winner that game, uh, nice. even on sore nuts. So you know, it is. Uh, you know, it all works out in the end. Pull these nuts. <laughs>